Hey, sports family. Welcome to Ween Here Talking Sports with me, Candace Moore. Um, even though it sounds like I have some pep in my step, I really don't because I am slowly but surely, but um, more emphasis on slowly, yes, getting over my Dallas Cowboys loss. Um, talking about emotional, you know, I'm a G, so I didn't cry. But I mean, oh my goodness, what a game, what a game, what a game. Um, all I can say is, you know, I'm not going to say the best team won because, I mean, I'm not going to say that. But I will say that Aaron Rodgers did his thing. He is a beast. He is surgical and he is methodical and he's good. He's good. You know, um, yes, I can question a lot of the uh, officiating that was done, but it was just one of the best games ever. And I am so, so proud still, because of course, over one loss, I'm not going to be all, all, you know, forget my Cowboys. I'm going to remain a fan, Cowboys for life, and I have so much expectation for the future um before the game started on my instagram page i put three keys to the game that i felt like we needed in order to win Uh, the first one was to limit penalties especially in the red zone and penalties cost us tremendously and of course that 15 yard um unsportsmanlike conduct call with butler i ain't never heard that one before but i mean that 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 killed us and i'm going to say that's the one thing like i said it was a lot of things that um kind of got us off but at the same time (laughs) you know penalties got us um the second thing that i said was play smart and i feel like they they definitely did do that um there were some calls that i definitely didn't agree with which one of the main ones that i really didn't understand now of course the the very very last play when you can't leave 35 seconds on the clock for anybody but i'm gonna get back to that in a little bit because it was 32 we got the baddest running back in the league just to get that two points you know what i'm saying and we still had a fourth down so it's like either take the fourth down and, you know well okay i'm gonna get to that in a little bit but that last call I, I i didn't agree with you can't leave any time on the clock for a beast like Aaron Rodgers, but Anyway, well, I already said it, so I'm not going to get back to it. But that's how I feel about that call. There was a, I think it was like, I think it was still first half or early second half. A lot of the memories of the game are are fading because I don't want to think about it. But it was a play, it was a very important play where we were in the red zone. um, I think less, maybe like the 15 yard line or whatever. And it was still enough, you know, for them to still get like a first down if they would have got to the five or whatever. But anyway, excuse me, um, there were three plays, I guess, designated for Jason Witten. And okay, first down, didn't get it, didn't get no yardage. 
second down again no yardage and then third down no yardage and had to go for for a field goal i mean i did that i didn't understand you doing the same play in a sense for the same player you got uh, oh goodness i can't think of his name i think it was like grunting or whatever the guy who was um um going one-on-one with des bryant des bryant was killing that dude when they were isolated so go to des beasley you know i love me some beasley especially in that slant give beasley the ball of course ezekiel give it to zeke run up get at least you know five or six so that way it makes it easier because we needed a touchdown at that point not a field goal and i feel like even though we bought this year like crazy and this was more in the romo era but um field goals are not enough and i know everybody knows that but i'm just saying you know it sometimes especially in a playoff game like that you got to go for the big money you know i understand all money ain't good money we need touchdowns not field goals um yeah and then and then my third key of the game that i had said was to run the ball zeke got 125 yards that's definitely running the ball he came through hard no touchdowns but it was cool because you know we we balled i was gonna put a fourth key which believe it or not um i was gonna put this don't leave no time on the clock for aaron Rodgers, because i feel like especially with this type of player in his hail mary skills you can't leave no time on the clock and again that's why i go back to that last last play you know, spiking the ball to keep time on the clock or just just use it all. We got the, one of the best kickers, Dan Bailey, you know, if we, you know, if we had to go to that point. But at the same time, we were right there and we could have did it. But could have, would have, should have. Um, I'm in my feelings right now. So it's easy for me to say right now, I don't know if I could watch football these next well it's only a few more or whatever but um i probably watched the Steelers, you know game but um i don't know it's, it's it's gonna be difficult for me to watch i haven't i haven't watched espn i haven't watched any like you know analytical type of sports shows because i just don't want to hear it and i don't want to see it and it's surprising but not surprising how easy it is for the haters to come out so fast and i know you're oh haters 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 but it's true because so many people like on a for real legit tip hate and like for real hate the dallas cowboys it's not like oh i can't stand Roma or oh i can't stand the team no they hate the cowboys so all this time we balling, balling, balling. Of course, they ain't got nothing to say because what can you say? You know, the minute, the minute we lose, even even the game, the very last game against um, the Cowboys and the Eagles. Okay, Mark Sanchez came out. Of course, forgot who who whose team he was on because he threw so many interceptions. And people's like, oh, what happened to your Cowboys? What happened to your Cowboys? Look who was in the game. 
haters can't they couldn't wait for us to lose some type of game you know but hey it is what it is i love to be part of a team that you know people can't really stand because when we ball out that's just going to make them hate us more i'm looking forward to what's going on these next few seasons next year i feel like we got a taste of it so now we know exactly what to expect and it's going to be a good look so um yeah i'm excited i'm excited so on to the next um i wanted to talk about nba and um this mvp race well before i get to the mvp race i wanted to talk about this first my bad um there were two good rivalry games that happened uh this week one with uh cavaliers and warriors and then of course the game yesterday with um okc and um war yeah and warriors okay yeah okc and warriors so as many of you probably will know by this by this time um i can't stand kevin durant which in turn kind of makes me not stand of course the warriors i mean it just it's that's just the way the ball bounces i have no beef with 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 steph curry um clay iguodala i have no no beef with them i just i just can't stand the team only because of Durant and it is what it is and I can't I'm not really a LeBron James fan so when they play I always just say oh I just want to see a good game I just want to see a good game but of course you kind of gotta pick someone that you kind of want to win so even though I hate to say this sometimes I kind of go for Cavs just because I want Durant to feel that sting of LeBron giving it to him again and realizing that you can't just bounce teams and make and feel like everything is going to be okay so that's how i feel about that but everything changed when queen james did that crazy flop with draymond you know i was they was already getting beat like crazy so i was like okay i already see which way this is going but as soon as lebron became lebron the lebron i can't stand i was like okay now i remember why i can't stand this fool you know like well i don't need a reminder but i remembered and i was like okay warriors go ahead and do your thing you know and i love the way draymond did his reenactment of the flop it was hilarious to me so um in that rivalry, even though LeBron's talking about, oh, I'm a football player, you know, I'm good. I can tell that the way you was all grabbing your lip and everything when you got up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You looked hurt to me, quote unquote. Um, so that was funny. And he's talking about, well, years ago when he was like, I don't even know what a flop is. I don't even know how to flop. Oh, he kills me. He's such a flopper. And he did it again in, a, in another play but they didn't call it but he flopped huge on another play that they kind of didn't show but i had caught it so he he kills me he kills me so i end up going for the warriors against the warriors and the Cavs. now yesterday's game because i'm so team westbrook um i wish westbrook would just well he did go off because he got a triple double but he needs to get on his team 
the same way that I'm sure Durant gets on the Warriors and like, listen, I know y'all going to do you because, you know, we're a good team. So I'm not going to tell y'all to play hard. But listen, we got to win this game against these fools. So I need Westbrook's team. I need the Thunder to get fired up the way that I'm sure Westbrook gets fired up and be like, yo, we need to beat these fools. You know, so they, um, I don't, I think they play again in February and it's going to be, um, at OKC. So more than likely, I'm hoping that they win that one because they're going to have, you know, the home crowd. I'm sure people are going to be booing Durant and going in and I'm all for it. Yes, I'm petty, but I'm all for it. I want to hear all that craziness and, um, Westbrook said he gonna get back at um, what was his name, Jaja, for you know following him and looking over him and you know being a jerk or whatever. So I'm really, really looking forward to that game, and I hope Westbrook and the whole team brings it and kills the Warriors in that game. It's so important to me. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. It's just very important, and I need to see that. Because I know he can't stand them. Um, it, there's no way that he can let um, the Warriors beat him this whole season. This whole season. So, uh, so it, can't, it can't go down that way. Now, that was my segue into the MVP race. Because Westbrook and Harden are going real hard as far as who's going to be the MVP. Um, I'm... <sighs> Even though the stats are, you know, really good and I'm not really like a super stats person. I'm more of a emotional fan, as I'm sure you could, you know, you could probably tell. But I'm really hoping that Russell, Russell Westbrook takes the MVP. Um, I'm not a Harden fan, so that's where a lot of my hope comes from. But at the same time, it's like, okay you know, game recognized game. You got to give people props where props is due. He's, he's, I think he has maybe, uh, Harden has maybe 11 or 12, maybe 11. I don't know. I should Google it, but I don't feel like it. 11 or 12, um, triple doubles. Westbrook, I think just got like his 20th or 21st yesterday, triple double. So it, it, it kind of goes, like this if I want to be not just as a fan and an emotional fan um the the Houston Rockets right now are third place and the Thunder is seventh place so it's like do you do you base your MVP excuse me on the individual stats the individual player um what they're doing for their team um if you go by what they're doing for for the team in a sense, I guess you could say you can go with Harden because, of course, that with them being third, that's more wins. And um, the 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 Warriors, Spurs, and 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 um, Houston, they're like neck and neck. So it's not like they're far from being second or third or anything like that. Um, Westbrook with his team being in seventh place not saying that you know he's not doing his thing but once again it's 
Westbrook just doesn't have a really good team, but he's doing his thing and for his loyalty and for, you know, putting up 30, 40 points a night. I mean, that's a lot of hard work. Um, Harden is doing a lot of assists, which is good. But my thing with Harden and his assist is this. I don't feel like sometimes he's trying to get a assist. I feel like sometimes he get caught up or he don't want to be the one to miss that shot. So he passes up. That's sometimes the way I see it. Now it just happens to work out that by the time he throws it, the dude makes it, which, okay, yeah, is an assist. But I'm just not down with the way that he does his assist. Um, I'm not down with his, his fake fouls. But I'm not going to get into that because, like I said, I can't. I'm not. I can't stand Harden. But I want to try to be kind of fair, you know, with my MVP. But I'm already going for Westbrook. I feel like my gut is saying that Harden will win um, the MVP because you just got to base it on not just the individual, but also what they're doing, you know, for the team. And even yesterday, you know, he got some. I know, was it yesterday? I don't know. Whenever he played last, um, he got some, you know, some brownie points for giving a lady who, for her 100th birthday, who had courtside seats, um, you know, a signed ball. Does that make him a good person? Oh, not only, you know, is he good on the court, he's good off the court. Meanwhile, you got Westbrook out here cursing out, <laughs> you know, folks and going crazy but that's 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 the game so um when it comes to mvp i'm hoping westbrook wins not just for um his points and what he's doing individually or what he's doing for his team but just because this dude chose to stay i think loyalty is one of the most important uh characteristics in a person and he's doing the best that he can i mean what more can you ask for you know, I, I like it. I just need him to beat his rival and then that would make it even better. Um, and then, oh, one more thing, even the fact of when Houston and um, OKC won, Houston won only by two points, even though Russell did get a triple double but still lost because that's what's killing me. He's getting a lot of triple doubles, but he's not winning all the games. You know, that's a huge, that you know, that's something right there. Like, what you doing? But um, do you base it on that too? You know, when they meet up, who wins, who loses, all that kind of stuff. But hashtag Westbrook for MVP. I'm hoping that he gets it. Um, one last thing I want to talk about, and this isn't even something that I'm like 100% into but I just have um oh you know what hold on y'all know how I do I'll be back and forth one thing I do want to say really really quickly is and this is about basketball that's why I want to stay on it because I'm about to go on a whole a whole new other sport but when it comes to basketball and like last minute plays and all that kind of stuff it's killing me a little bit because um I'm going to use the Lakers and, and Knicks, for example, even though they're bad teams. So you're like, okay, that one doesn't really count. But still, it just goes to a little point of what I want to make. So there's a lot of times when, you know, there's last minute shots or, you know, you got the ball, you're down by two or it's tied, whatever. And okay, so the coach 
makes the play, you know, timeout calls the play. Sometimes the play breaks up. So I get a little irritated when I hear people say, oh, he didn't follow the play. But sometimes I feel like that's when your basketball IQ just like needs to just come into play. You know, like, um, you got to go a little street ball sometimes, you know, like just win, just win the game, just win the game, you know? So I just want to say that real fast. Cause I just had to do that quick vent. Cause it's irritating me sometimes when I'm hearing that, Oh, um, you know, I take the blame, you know, coaches, I'll take the blame because I didn't call, you know, I didn't do the play right. Or, you know, they didn't follow the play. Okay. I understand that. And that's what, you know, coaching is for to do plays but if you're trying to win games sometimes just 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 do what comes natural like that's why you play basketball because you're a good basketball player shoot the ball you know or make your own play or just just make something happen so that's kind of irritating me a little bit but yeah I just had to had to get that out really quickly now uh, finally, I just want to bring up, because like I was about to say, I'm not really into boxing. I'm not into UFC. I used to be back in the day a huge UFC fan, but it, I was like, okay, I, I got to get out of this. So I'm not a UFC fan anymore, but I kind of been following this whole Mayweather and McGregor situation. Okay. And um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very irritated because I was looking at first take and uh, Mayweather was on there and we all understand you know he's money team so he's all about the money so oh goodness my dog hold on my bad that's what happens when you ain't got no professional studio anyway um so you know he's all Mayweather's all about the money and I guess I'm so passionate about um sometimes just a, what you love so I'm not saying don't make no money off of it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just going to make two, three, four meal or whatever, I understand you probably saying that it's not worth your time or whatever because it's not enough money. But what about just bragging rights? You know what I'm saying? Like just, just fight this dude and see what happens. But I feel like he's scared because Mayweather, all he do is just bounce around and dance. He not a real fighter. You know, he... Pacquiao for real for real he's not a real fighter you know so McGregor will beat this dude down I, I just that's that's just the way I feel so yeah he wants I think what I think he laughed at you know 25 mil or whatever I think that was a joke to him when he wants you know 100 mil I don't know because this dude gets maybe 4 million per second the whole time he's in the ring so I think that's why he just dances around and don't really do nothing. Um, but that just irritates me. You know, people, not people, but I feel like he's he, he, he's forgetting what the point of his craft is. If you're a boxer, just box. Yes, I understand it's business. Yes, I understand that you want your money, but just what sometimes was better than bragging rights. Be like, okay, this dude McGregor was like, oh, you can't handle me or, you know, whatever beef that they was talking. And so now McGregor done got his boxing license and it's like, okay, now I'm ready. So it's like he, this dude Mayweather is, is, is making like bluff after bluff or like excuse after excuse why he don't want to fight. And it's like, dude, just do it. And I'm not saying I'm really like promoting it, but it's going to happen regardless. 
you know, like somebody gonna fight. So it's like, it's just irritating. It's just irritating to me. Whatever your passion is, make it your passion. Once you start making money and and all that kind of stuff, don't forget what you love to do. If you love to box, then just box, whatever it is. Just like I was talking about with the basketball. Listen, you may have a play in mind or what you was told to do. If the play breaks up, you just got to do what your passion is and just make it work. Just make it work. Um, you know, even, even, look, I don't want to use this as an example, but I will. Um, in football, i.e., um, Aaron Rodgers, how many of his plays got broken up? And like that last, last play, you know, he was scrambling, trying to, still trying to make something happen. You just got to do what's going to win the game. You just got to do what's going to make it work you know and that's what he did and that's what you got to do when you just love what you do and you got goals and you got things that you want to do so that's my quick vent on that if you want to call it quick but that's you know that's how I feel about that um so two things that I want to say the new edition <laughs> this has nothing to do with sports the new edition um movie comes out next week it's going to be on BET not come out but comes on it's going to be a BET January 24th 25th and 26th watch it because it's going to be amazing and lastly I have to give huge um I can't think of the word but I'll just say um I'll just say shout out for lack of better words. I went to go see, finally, um, Hidden Figures. It was such, such, such a good, inspiring movie. Once again, if you have a passion for what you love, you're not going to let nothing get in the way. And these ladies didn't let anything get in their way. They didn't let being women, they didn't let, you know, their race being black get in the way of what they wanted to do. They fought for it. Um, they sacrificed for it. They didn't make no excuses for it. Even when people were telling them you can't do this or you can't do that, they made it work. Such a inspiring movie. It, it's, I need to see it a few more times just, just, uh, just because it's, it's that good. So I wanted to give a shout out to, um, Taraji, uh, Octavia and Janelle Monet because they they um they play that movie so so well hey i'll even give a shout out to kevin costner he did he did a really good job too really good job so on that note thank you so much for listening to my podcast we're here talking sports i appreciate you taking time to listen to my rants my vents my irritation i really appreciate it so have fun watching some sports and until next time we're here talking sports with candace moore Peace out.